0: Yo, today's QOD is deny the power of the facts to predict your future. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxon at SeanCroxon.com. We got Mary Morrissey on the show today. And she's going to talk about how the way things are right now and the way that things have been before doesn't have to have anything to do with your future. She's going to encourage you to commit to possibility, not the struggle. Mary Morrissey's coming up.
1: We bought a new house. We'd looked at houses a few years ago, and we decided the house we wanted, um, we began to imagine it and dream for it. And then this last spring, um, we began to say, well, this may be the time for us to now buy the house. Things had changed in California, and the market was a little different. And so we found a house that we just fell in love with, made an offer on it. The offer was uh, accepted. And we didn't have to sell the house we were in to buy the new house. But then as time came about for us to move, we started thinking, "Okay, well, what are we really going to do with the house? And all of the traditional thinking right now in California and in other parts of the country is this is not a good time to sell a house. That there's a downturn in the market and many houses are on the uh, for sale for many, many months. And there'd been a big article the week we were moving. There was a big article on the front page of the L.A. Times about houses that were on for sale forever and the down prices and was gloom and doom. Was what was broadcast. We went together uh, to have some friends. We went to dinner with some friends, and the conversation that night was, "Well, so you're moving this week on Thursday, and what are you going to do with the house you're in?" And by that point, we had made a decision, a decision. We had a discussion, and then we made a decision. We don't want to keep owning this house. We don't want to be landlord. We don't want to deal with that. We would like to sell the house. Right behind that comes the paradigm. Here's a frying pan. Bad time to sell a house. Nobody and I walk the neighborhood and I see houses for sale for a long time. The house that's the same size as ours, same floor plan, a little different yard, but the same floor plan. And I'd watch it be for sale for seven months, and then finally they dropped it another fifth. They dropped the price another fifty thousand dollars, and then they sold the house. So that's in the informational field we're living in. There's information, facts that are current to your life. You know how much is in your checking account. You know how much uh, different things are going on in your life. You've got some facts. So you don't deny the facts. What you would learn to do is deny the power of the facts to predict your future. Because that's not where your future comes from. Your destiny is not determined by your history unless you give your history consent to control your destiny. Huh? And you uh-huh. do that by your thinking. Nevertheless, it's a practice. That's why you stay in this study. So... We go to dinner with some friends. The conversation is, what are you going to do with the house? Well, we're going to sell our house. Oh my gosh, have you heard about the market? Well, yeah, we read about that too. And yeah, there was a house for sale for a long time. And I noticed, we left that dinner, and we're walking to the car, and as we're getting in the car, I noticed, because I've learned to train myself to pay attention to my own nervous system. Your nervous system is an early signal device for the state of vibration you're in. That when you're feeling amplified, when you're feeling expectation, you're in a higher vibration. Pay attention, because your vibration, feeling tone, comes out of your thinking. So we had spent time talking about entertaining ideas of lack and limitation. We didn't just eat food, we ate, we ate doubt and, and worry for dinner that night. And I've noticed, as I walked to the car, I'm starting to feel what's in harmony with doubt and worry. And I said to Joe, I said, look at us. We're just about to make an agreement with struggle. I said, you know, the truth is, it just takes one person. And what if this could just be easy? And he said, I'm down for that. And that was all we did. We just made an agreement with possibility of what we really wanted. I saw the house sold. I felt it sold. It's like, okay. And then we got busy doing what we were doing. Two days later, the trucks pull up. We have two trucks out front. They're packing and unloading everything out of one house, moving it to the next house. And about middle of the afternoon, Joe goes out to the mailbox to get the mail for the last time in that house. A neighbor is pushing her child along in a stroller. And she says, oh, I'm sorry you're moving. You've been a great neighbor. and it's, We're just going to miss you in this neighborhood. And Joe says, it is a great neighborhood. And then a thought occurs to him. Would you know someone who would like to live in this great neighborhood? And she says, well, no, I don't think so. And then she goes, well, wait a minute. I have a friend, actually a very good friend, that's looking for a house, and, oh my gosh, you have that great backyard, and they have two little kids, and they, it could just be a great place for them. And He said, well, let them know that we're going to be putting the house on the market. An hour later, there's a knock, knock, knock at the door. Can we come in and see the house now? Well, you know what a house looks like when you're moving out. of like, could you come back tomorrow? No, oh, no, we can. We, we want to look past that. They, they come in. I can see the woman actually moving her furniture into the house that day. <clears throat> two days later, they came back. They bought the house. It, it didn't even, we never even had a chance to get it on the market. Now that was good news for us. But what was better news for us is that we understood how it worked. That we could see and notice when we were starting to make an agreement with Struggle. And that we shifted the frequency and made a different agreement. Because if we had made an agreement with Struggle, we listened to what the newspapers say, we make an agreement over dinner that, yeah, it's a really tough time to sell a house. And after all, we have seen all these houses on the market for a long time. Then we're, that's the state of mind. That's the frequency. Joe goes out to the mailbox. The neighbor says, I'm sorry to see you move. He says, yeah, I'm, you know, what are you going to do with the house? Well, we'd like to sell it, but, you know, it's a tough market. And she goes, yeah, it really is a tough market. Have you noticed how many houses are for sale? Yeah, we've seen them for sale. And that's the conversation. All the while, she knows somebody. But that, that reality can't come in into the mind that's focused on limitation. You hear how this works? So all the while, when Bob said to us, It's all here, but not at the level of frequency that is in agreement with the problem. It's outside that box is where your answer is. Outside that box of thinking, outside the paradigms you've been living from, is the life you want to live.
0: That was Mary Morrissey wrapping up the week. Her website is MaryMorrissey.com. You can catch today's talk on the YouTube. It is called Buying a House in a Down Market Living Full Spectrum by Mary Morrissey and Bob Proctor. All right, my friend, that is it for me. I hope you have an amazing weekend. I will see you on Monday. I'm out. Peace.